now moving to the grain markets. Maddie, uh, we're looking for a big return to crop in Australia this year. How are we how are we facing into what our expected tonnage looks like? And um, well, it appears prices are holding on to go that volume so far. It's always an exciting time of year uh, as the harvesters kick off across the country um, and with harvesting underway in most parts of the country, um, it's all looking set to be a very strong harvest. Um, we've got a range of different forecasts, uh, ranging from USDA are saying about 28.5 million tonnes of wheat um, and other reports are up over 30 million tonnes of wheat. What we can say is it looks like being an exceptionally strong harvest in New South Wales. Um, and with Victoria and South Australia getting some good finishing rains um, in recent weeks, uh, that will have improved crop prospects there as well. Uh, if we look at prices, we have a look at the global market um, for wheat. We can see that wheat has had a real kick up since mid-July and it's now sitting up at 22% higher than this time last year. A lot of that has been because of uh, demand from China for US wheat. And it's actually looking like being a uh, a record global harvest. So it's interesting that despite being a record, those prices are still continuing to trend upwards. A lot, upwards, sorry. A lot of that has been based off um, that China Chinese demand, as I mentioned, um, as China continues to build their stocks um, or their ending stocks. Uh, so. Across the globe, um, ending stocks are looking to end up at a be, be about 43%, which is a record high. But taking into account um, China, which now has built up about 90, 96% of the stocks in the past three years, without China, global stocks are about 25%, which is probably putting a better picture on why prices are acting the way they're doing. Also, to add to that, the EU production has taken a bit of a hit in recent weeks um, due to some weather conditions. On the Australian side, it looks like great news. Um, we're expecting really high protein um, from most of our harvests because of good seasonal conditions. As I said, we're obviously really strong uh, total crop. And the prices have held up while not actually following the global market. Um, they haven't dipped and are sitting at about the same rate as they were last year. Combine relatively strong prices with an excellent harvest. It looks like a really, really good year for wheat producers. If we can just quickly look at barley, barley is suffering a little bit due to some of the Chinese trade restriction impositions that happened, um, most particularly CBH um, having their exports to China banned. Um, so prices are now, Australian domestic feed barley prices, pardon me, are now down about 12% on this time last year. On the upside, uh, it does look as if most Australian exports are finding different avenues for their barley exports, which now are increasingly going to Saudi Arabia. Um, and the other one to look at just quickly is canola, which domestic where domestic um, prices are really steady, but global prices are performing particularly well despite a really good uh, global uh, production outlook. Um, and that the global prices are up primarily on um, some slower processing in China and Argentina. So, so promising signs there for barley, which is obviously a much talked about crop as the the China tariff issue threw in the sort of prospects of a certain price per tonne hit that would likely to be taken. Um, but I think the market's responding to that really well. I guess whether it caps out at a certain volume as the, the harvest comes off will be interesting, as will um, farmers' willingness to sell off the header versus store. And, and then, of course, we need a clean harvest to come off to ensure we're getting those quality uh, malt and high-protein grades through the weeks to keep 
as much green as possible out of the feed market uh, from a grower producer uh, point of view that is not so much if you're a feeder and looking for lower priced grain how, how do we see the, the feed market shaping up domestically Maddie? So, yeah, feed wheat prices are looking to be relatively stable, which is good news for feedlotters. Similarly, uh, as I said, barley feed bar prices are down a little, which will help out um, um, feedlotters. It's simply with feedlotters, the prices, as, as was mentioned earlier by Michael, the issue is uh, the cost of cattle on the ground. So um, whilst they're being helped out somewhat by those those um, not skyrocketing uh, feed grain prices, um, I think there's still a lot of challenges in front of them. And are we expecting strong uh, milling demand from our traditional export markets? I think um, Indonesia, Vietnam and the like. Uh, the prospects good there, supporting prices still through a through a big harvest for us? Yeah, they seem to be. There's not a huge amount of information come to, come to light on that yet, but there's nothing as yet to indicate that anything's dropped off a cliff because of COVID. So fingers crossed things look all right there. Yep, so physically getting the crop off is the next challenge and it's there for the taking by the look of it and let's hope that we can move big volume effectively um, into the supply chain and into export markets and make the most of what looks like uh, a really promising thing. Thank you, Maddie. Yes.